0: We'll talk about our expectations of it before it, and then our thoughts after it. This is episode 15, and I'm joined by Sean Garrity, uh, a filmmaker who is responsible for films such as My Awkward Sexual Adventure, or Unawkward Sexual Adventure, depending on if you're in America or Canada, Uh, and his most recent film is Borealis. Also joining me is one half of the Butler brothers, Jason Butler, whose most recent film is First Round Down. And they sat down... To watch the film with me. Uh, so we are watching *Heaven's Gate*. We'll go around and introduce and let us know if you've seen it or not. Sean Garrity, I have not seen it. Jason Butler, I have not seen it. Jeremy and I haven't seen it. And not only haven't I seen it, I know nothing about this movie. We're gonna wreck that for you right now. That's okay. We can, we can wreck a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah. All I know about this movie is that it's almost—it's got a pop culture reference outside of the film itself in terms of its production, I guess. Like there's, there's like there's like they don't heaven's gated it or it's another yeah, yeah, heaven's yeah. gate like that's all I knew and and the first time I heard that phrase I thought it was a cult
1: right <laughs> and and that, it me. also is a cult oh I think. yeah yeah, yeah well, that, it's also that's also a why. cult that's <laughs> why <laughs> um, but yeah this was the film that apparently I mean outside of the you know the film itself was that the end of that great seventies. You know, let the directors go off and do what they want because easy <laughs> rider work yeah, and we don't it. understand yeah. why, right? Yeah. And yeah, he killed it. This, is, this was the one that killed it. This is the one that they said, yeah. All right, let's we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he jumped the shark at Heaven's Gate, so yeah, to speak. yeah. It was it's so bad. Yeah, I think, he's, I think he's also the reason that feature film directors can't get TV work because they're like, <laughs> This is this is the guy who's there, like, you let a feature film director in and this is what they do. Look at these guys, they go crazy, they go over budget. I, I read that on day six, they were five days behind <laughs> schedule
2: oh yeah it's, it's, it's such a mythical beast I worked at a video store of course for like 15 years and you'd have the, the cinephiles come in and ask you know do you have Heaven's Gate and it, for the longest time it was unavailable like it was just it was that all the time Yeah, well no it was, it was unavailable you couldn't get it oh, it was okay. like, again mythical in the sense of like no, everyone we had heard about this legendary terrible film yeah but there was, no, you know, no videotape or it never came out on tape. It was just, you know, forgotten about in that sense. But people would never let the studio forget that this film existed constantly. Like in Easy Rider's Raging Bulls, it was referenced. It's referenced in
0: every sort of movie book you ever read. Something sounded C- like Salo. C- uh, or Salo? Salo? How do you say it? Salo? I don't know. The, uh... Oh, God. Am I saying it wrong? Anyway. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh... What do you think is Criterion's justification, then, for putting it out now, if it's such a mixed film? I read that it
1: came out, they, that somebody, there had been a couple of champions over the years who said, no, no, it's actually a great film, and the director's cut that came out for the Venice Film Festival in 2012 or yeah, 2010, recently. they kind of re-released, and that's why yeah. there had been no videos up to that point, yeah. um, they re-released it and people were like, oh no, it's actually brilliant now. Uh, right? And, th- and there was a whole kind of... Because of the recut or just because of time? There was a whole retroactive, like, oh, you know what? There was so much bad press about the film before it even came out that that's what sunk the film. Yeah. Is, yeah. What, is what people were saying in right, 2012 say. when it came out again. Yeah. Third different cut. 216 minutes, right? For Venice. You know, it was way, you
2: know, over budget. took way hours too long to shoot. Months? Like, its reputation preceded itself. It was dead before it arrived. Like, didn't have a
1: shot. Yeah. So... Yeah. And it's got, like, everybody in it. Like, a huge cast. Yeah. And, but so I, I know nothing. I don't...
0: I, and as soon as we talked about doing this on the podcast, I, I purposely avoided looking it up. Even, like, the plot.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know what the plot decided, is. Either.
0: Well, there's nothing... No. neither do I.
2: I don't know. Oh, yeah. good, good, good. But
0: there's nothing better than going into a movie knowing nothing. No. Because it's so rare that you can do that these days. Yeah. Um, but here, here's the story that,
1: that, that makes it interesting to watch this cut of it was that they let him... I mean, he, he uh, shut himself in a room, basically, because that's what you could do back in the 70s. I guess this was 1980. But they, and they and said, you know, studio doesn't get to see it, I'm going to cut it my way. And he came up with a five-and-a-half-hour cut, which was the first cut. Um, and then they tried to take it away from him, and they wrestled, and they fought, and he, they ended up coming out with a 149-minute cut, which he called the director's cut. Although one could argue that the first cut was the director's right. cut because he cut it himself right and then this 2012 cut that we're watching now I guess is called the, the Defin- director's cut the definitive, <laughs> the definitive director's cut and I yeah. heard that the term director's cut actually was born with this movie I read that well, oh did not know that either I read wow. that on, on Wikipedia that's my source if I'm wrong blame Wikipedia right, right.
2: Well, I mean, that was such an era, too. I mean, you had the Francis Ford Coppola with Apocalypse Now and Easy Rider before that and all these directors and even The Deer Hunter, which was the one before this, which I guess allowed him to think he could do whatever the hell he wanted yeah, to have, to for as long catalog. as he wanted. Oh, yeah, and, it's great. Yeah, it's great. And it's, yeah. you know, three hours and
0: th- I don't know how long that movie is, but it's great. But it's got such a methodical pace to it, too. Yeah. It's like almost, especially by the end when you get back to Vietnam. Yeah. It's so dreamlike. Well, these, yeah, the movies like this, like
1: you see them in film festival programs, deliberately paced. That that euphemism, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: We'll have to Avoid those ones for late night screening. And yeah, you, and you think that filmmaker only has like kind of one of those big,
2: long, epic films in them, like but he went for he went for it again. <laughs> like again. He's like, No,
1: I got more in me. So yeah. Yeah, he, I can he, go He's slower. like, I loved it so much, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be really deliberately paced. <laughs> Two hundred and twenty hours of footage I read, he shot. Oh. Two hundred and twenty if, if there are any editors in the room. Yes. Yeah. Imagine. So, so, Two hundred and twenty hours editors in the room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Insane. All right. Well, let's. It's, it, we have a lot of movie to watch. So, we'll, <laughs> yeah. so let's get into it. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right. We finished the marathon that is Heaven's Gate. Then this is the definitive director's cut. We've, we agreed. This is the latest director's <laughs> this, 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 and, the, and he's dead now, so one can assume. That this is the
2: one that Criterion felt warranted a creation, so. Yes, definitive.
0: Uh, How does one begin this
1: discussion? Well, it's so weird because I always feel like the essence of a film that I love, like a great film for me, and the films that I try to make, is like story, 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 and actors. And And here he just kind of chucks all that out. And yet, it still manages to be kind of jaw dropping and captivating. Yeah, yeah, and like, and every single image is gorgeous. Like every, like right down to the little throwaway close-up over the shoulder shots have got some amazing, you know, backlighting going on with something out of. Well, Zygmunt was like, the DP, right? Yeah, yeah. he's pretty great. Yes, yeah. but it, it's all like it's just like the detail of every little piece of blocking and camera movement. Like there was just, there was never a, a second of lowering the quality of the overall, you know what I mean? I was, I, was I think, like, stunned. The best word to describe this movie is lush. Very lush, and I was thinking at
2: some point how he could get away with going over budget and everything because he's just sending back these
0: glorious dailies. Yeah, and they're like, looks great. Looks amazing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't like know how it's
1: all going to go yeah. together. Yeah.
0: Like, that shot when they're at Cambridge after they graduate, mm-hmm. and it's just that big, giant panty shot where you've got, what, 200 people dancing in unison? Like, that's insane. Like, the period costumes, the amount of people, like, that alone, <laughs> you look at that shot, it's like, that's... The budget of most movies. That's the biggest budget movie I've ever shot in the first
2: (laughs) two minutes of this film. This frame,
0: this shot right now,
1: costs more than most of my movies. Yeah, and all the period detail, like right down to the tiniest little prop and light. And it was just, it didn't feel like, you know, so many movies you see from 1982 or 1980 or whatever this is. What's the year of this? Is it 80?
2: I don't know when it started. I think it started around 1980 and then, you know, took a long time to shoot.
1: Yeah, it's like it's in there. It's the end of the seventies, the end of that (laughs) directors get to do what whatever they want seventies movement. Yeah. So eighty, eighty two, whatever it is. I'd be
2: very interested to see the stats, like in terms of when it started shooting, when it finished shooting, all that.
1: And just, but it it didn't feel like it. Like there was no, you know, so many movies from nineteen eighty two feel like nineteen eighty two. No, no, even it doesn't period is This is completely timeless. I'd be on the haircuts. I was the- thinking
2: like the eyebrow. Like they had a separate eyebrow makeup artist. Like the eyebrows were so <laughs> legitimate in this. I, I couldn't, I was like, they're authentic. Like every they're thick and bushy and right down. And, you know, great character actors too. Like all those faces yeah. and, the, and the nasty yeah, yeah. little chicklets. Like it was, you know.
1: And, and Jeff Bridges playing an unusually a, vulnerable guy. Like, it was amazing. Ah, we never see Jeff Bridges like that, right? earnest and and kind of sidekick well that was was
2: 70's Jeff Bridges all the way though like all his early like Fat City stuff like that that's he's great and all that Last Picture Show he's
0: he's great and you forget how much of a movie star Christopherson was he's a stud yeah he totally
2: is I was thinking, what happened after this movie? Like, he must have been burnt out after this movie. Like, because I think I read that this was the end for him. This yeah, he was, was like, I had uh, this business sucks. Like, I couldn't because he seems like a real kind of straight shooting kind of guy. That's and, literally what that last scene is. It's just,
0: <laughs> goes, fuck it.
2: I'm never <laughs> acting again. Call
1: yeah. me in 15 years. So, yeah, and John Hurt, who managed to turn in, with the exception of that weird. Paris thing at the end in the battle sequence I mean the, everything else that he turned in I thought was amazing taking really like dense difficult dialogue and managing to find life in all of it you know like amazing yeah but I'm glad he died yeah <laughs> I like, like was he like yeah. a Greek
2: chorus what was
1: he Yeah, was, he, was, he uh, like was a, a drunk drink, Greek chorus yeah, guy? he was <laughs> like the conscience of the bad guys he's like the angel on the shoulder who's yeah but also there.
0: wasn't stopping them yeah, no, he was just there to. Yeah. be their conscience. That's all. There's a lot. He of... didn't know. He didn't know how to get out of that world and didn't bother trying.
1: I don't think. I mean, you know, I feel like looking behind the motivations of the characters in this film too much is gonna <laughs> is, is <a> <laughs> it's doomed. It's a doomed yeah. endeavor.
2: Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I was, you know, sitting in the many times just wondering. I thought, is, there's too much subtlety going on. Like, yeah,
0: I, you know, for a three yeah. and a half hour movie, it's awfully subtle.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. stuff where I'm like, whoa. Did I miss it? Do I have to stitch that together? Well, it's like... Make
1: certain assumptions? So Christopherson is the sheriff? But I thought well, uh, no. Christopher Walken was the sheriff. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah when, he, when the, right? Isn't that what he's doing there? When finally, when that moment came out, I wanted to say something to you, because we were like, what does he do in that
0: town? Well, they kept on saying that Christopherson's job was to protect them. So that's why I assumed sheriff. Well, there, I think it's still a lawless time.
2: 1890... In general, it was, it was frontier. It was pioneer country. But
0: there's governments in
2: place. Government governments in place, but you know they come in, right? They're like, right? They they're representing the stockbroker association or whatever it was. Yeah. But they keep mentioning
0: his job. He's wealthy from something. Is it just which one, Christofferson or Walter? Yeah, Christofferson. Yeah. yeah. Well, wealthy. He was just in a little shack. No, but they like wall graduated from Harvard, and he came in with all that walking or. No, 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 Christoph. Oh, Christoph! yeah, yeah. Well, they refer to him. He's referred to by several people that he's well-off. Yeah, he's well-off. He went to Harvard, yeah, and he's he got the his name, and he's... The resources. Um, and he, But even Walken's well-dressed. Although weirdly. Weirdly well-dressed. Dressed. Yeah, with a weird hat and yeah. weird eyeliner. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, oh, well, yeah. Going
1: uh, back and forth between his Southern and New York accents. Yeah, yeah
2: like, like the, yeah, exactly. He seemed kind of just walking... He was walking into the movie. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> Kerplunk! I swear he said A couple lines in there Where they were They were not They were Not from 1890 Like I Yeah Did he say futzing One time Or putzing around
0: There was a couple lines That I felt (laughs) those are the exact period Yeah What I mean I guess you get You get a context Of of who he is And where he came from And and his relationship With John Hurt But what's the benefit Of that opening 20 minute prologue At Harvard Yeah
2: I don't know. I don't know. And it was but so you, weird because it really reminded me of Deer Hunter. Like the whole dancing yeah. and watching and the, but the rituals sense. and everything.
0: That works in Deer Hunter. We're it here. does. Yeah. But here you're just like, I tuned out during that the commencement speech that John Hurt gives. Oh, it was so
1: it, it, like like jumbled and... Uh, but everyone's
0: laughing. I was like, am I missing yeah, something yeah. really funny and poignant? Yeah, There's or are we no, just
2: supposed to know from this scene that he's...
1: A funny, gregarious,
0: w- But that's, witty, the where, that's the scene where I think John guy. Hurt
1: really made it live, because he would say something that made, to me, absolutely no sense. But the way in which he said it, and the way in which he sort of built the pauses around it, you go, oh, but that character thinks it's a joke, and
0: mm-hmm. everybody's laughing. Yeah. So, okay, I'm just he's not in a on the joke, people. but at least I know yeah. that it's a joke. Yeah. I guess you get what's nice, of, I mean, the, the contrast is nice in the sense that, you know, the next time he, we see him, he's amongst a group of his peers again, and is no longer the loved man. Right. You know, he's out of favor with these people that are surrounded by him, where before he was holding court. Yeah, and he both was, all talk, no action. Both times as the outsider, but the outsider is just
1: no longer celebrated, right, when he's... Yeah. You know, well, yeah, he basically just is an
0: impotent
2: guy. He doesn't do anything at this point. He just yeah. pontificates.
0: I want to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, that the women's roles in this movie were fairly progressive for the time. Like, you've got, I mean, there's the rape scene, obviously, but, you know, she feels very much her own woman. Yeah. You know, and, but even, you know, the women are very much part of the battle.
2: It was, I mean, have you guys seen McCabe and Mrs. Miller? No, I haven't. Lens by Zygmunt.
0: Yeah.
2: Brilliant movie. One of my all-time favorite movies. It's an unbelievably good movie, mm-hmm. and it's... All kinds of similar themes, like Julie Christie is the madam of a brothel, she's smart, she's savvy as a businesswoman, yeah. you know, uh, the Warren Beatty character who would be, I guess, kind of the, the walking character in this, uh, you know, was in love with her, And so there's. I was like, this is real crazy. How there's so many that's similarities similarity. and how it looked as well, right? All, all that that sort of that beautiful, like, gorgeous, but you know, hazy, woodsy, massive panoramic. And that's stuff. after
0: this?
1: Uh, no, uh, well before.
0: That's Altman, right? Yeah, it's like yeah.
2: 1972,
1: huh? So, uh, but yeah, and the, and the immigrant families as well. Like there felt it felt like there was a difference in the role that the women played in. That the immigrant society, as opposed to the American cowboy, like they just seemed like equals. It was that you know. Oh yeah, really well she's got like husbands. the yeah the dead husband in the back. She's like, no, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. Go where my yeah. land. Yeah, American he's like, Cowboy's okay. Like, Can I help you? And <laughs> yeah. she's
0: like, no, I'm gonna plow my land and yeah, build a farm. Yeah, that's what I meant. They felt like you know, especially for a movie made in the early '80s about the turn of the century, um, the women didn't feel like stock characters. No, way they do in a lot of movies of that era. Or, or like, the court it, today, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> there's a local, however, even like, even like you know, she's nude for the first half of the movie. Whenever you see her, uh, but it doesn't feel like it's exploitative. It just feels like that's how she would be. Yeah, and right. Oh yeah. That character that character would not give a, a rat's ass mm-hmm. and would just be comfortable that way. That <laughs> one, kind of one local guy. Right as that army comes out, he's just covered in shit or mud, whatever it is. Up to up to just his forehead. Yeah, he has, Fred. He has, he's wearing his hat. He's like, he just sees. He comes across John Hurd, Right, he's like, are you taking a bath too? What's no, uh, and all the guns come out. Uh, yeah. us, Jeff, Jeffrey Lewis is uh, you know
2: again one of those classic 70s character actors. You know he's the uh, dad of Juliette Lewis, and he's in all the early like Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. Jeff Bridges in that. Sam Waterston.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Jeffrey Lewis, all those guys. So it's so fun watching them reassemble here and
0: and do different different types of roles. But, and, yeah. And Sam Waterston is just like the most privileged white asshole ever in this movie. Oh, he's that's that's that. his bread and butter. <laughs> but especially in that scene in the tent when he's like, "My dad was this," and blah 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 blah, and that's like just shoot him. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, Why was stopping you from shooting him? Yeah. Well, who did he? Well, they walk in and he just shot some random guy, right? Some he, other guy. As a warning. Yeah. Or, and they're like, "Okay, fine. You get one. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> you can yeah, kill yeah. that random dude. You do yeah. like the cut of his
1: jib." Yeah. And so it's like,
2: <laughs> well, I thought that. I thought again that was like a subtle point because earlier he's like, "Have you ever shot a man?" And he never really answered the question. And then he walks out, and then shoots the guy. And Which like, is probably the first time he shot a guy. Yeah, because he shot him kind of like this weird half RC
0: behind the nape. In my comedy version, of that, I wanted him to start going. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god,
0: <laughs> can't handle the look of it. Um,
2: yeah. So, so how do we feel about the movie? Like, I felt it was like a sort of a glorious mess, and I felt there was a really good movie because there's so many brilliant sequences in it that are you know evoke strong emotions but I'm still not really sure the point yeah. of the film in general
0: I'd be well like was it about I mean let's let's, let's talk about this let's just boil down the plot elements and, and, and ask ourselves when this takes place it's a movie about the US government coming in and saying immigrants shouldn't have their piece of the pie yeah. does that take place now does that you know it's, so it's very timely again Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it well, yeah was way. was
2: was the movie a parable or a metaphor a, or a general statement or were we supposed to care about the you know the Christopherson character uh, Jim Averill and be like are we rooting for him are we rooting for anybody in this are we rooting for the immigrants are we do we care about the romance or, or are we
0: worried about the politics what do we it's missing context yeah um, to some extent like it's like what happens also why don't these people just Go to the next county over. It feels like it's regula- regulated to this county in particular that they're wanted in. Uh, yeah, well, I guess because they probably wouldn't have any land there. But yeah, and then and there's there's some backstory of them stealing. Yeah, cattle, and why haven't they figured cattle.
1: out how
2: to raise steer yet? By yeah, you know raising their own cattle. And when they find that they're on, you know, there's all these these beefs I have. My big thing when you're watching a. Um, a a larger movie unfold and it's it's taking its time, it's a deliberate pace. Yes. Is you have a lot of time to think about the story. And it better be you better understand what's going on because I can you have time to th- think and Blake, that doesn't make any sense. Why don't they do that? Like, they know there's a death list. They know it's they're gonna be on it. It was mentioned numerous times, but they just keep having these little Pointless town hall meetings instead of being like,
0: well, the we should figure out what to do. Doesn't really come up until near the end, though. That there's that scene when he, and then they're like, we'll read it then." Yeah, yeah. So it takes a while for it to come up in the town. Yeah. You mean? But it, well, you, but, it, but it, it comes up
1: in the movie in that first scene with John Hurt as an adult, right?
0: Yeah, it's introduced uh, at the dinner, but a half hour in the movie. Yeah, yeah. So. Even when Avril is, but getting then nothing off the, is done with it for another hour and a half. <laughs> yeah,
1: and it just sits there. It, and yeah. It's just
0: like, oh, by the way, at some point, good. there's going to be some guys here. And they're just like, well come with uh come with a warrant.
1: Well
2: yeah, Jim Avril arrives in town and is like, You gotta leave. Please leave. Shit's about to go down.
1: Right. And, and then no one does
2: it, neither does he. Yeah, you know, no one and nothing ever, and, Yeah. no nobody does anything. There's no they seem all for one. You see them all huddled in these these giant cabins or whatever, and they're all together and then tent. when it takes yeah. time to get
1: organized, they, they they don't bother. They just still yeah, you know, was, for my personal taste, I mean, I, I like an epic to be driven by, even though it's an epic, to be to, to be driven by the emotional journey of some characters. Yeah, and, and you're the, the missing cool piece, saw, here, right? Yeah, you look at like like to live the Jiang Mo epic about you know Chinese history in the 20th century, and you've got this nuclear family, crazy stuff happens, just like this giant, huge scenes with thousands of extras, and you know, a sweep of history that that lasts 80 years, and and yet. You're kind of
0: along for the ride because of the emotional core that this family yeah, provides. Because what you want, really, from me is like you're you're hoping, and I was expecting it to be, you know, Isabel Hubert Hubert. Hubbert. How do you say her? Last? Pair. Do there we go. Like Isabel Hubert. Yeah. Yeah, you're expecting because she kind of represents them all. Uh, she was also on the list, mm-hmm. but both her and Christopherson are vacant from that battle at the end. And the first part where they're just circling around circling around yeah. and have no real plan. And just being picked off.
1: Yeah. And um, it, looks, it looks pretty.
0: Yeah, but even like she doesn't seem to be part of it when they make those little tank things. Those wooden tanks. Or whatever, right. or whatever those are. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. makeshift tank things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then what happens is Sam Waterson swoops in the end and says, basically just saves his men. And lies and says they're arrested. So stop shooting at them. And then the assumption is he goes and then picks off all the remaining immigrants. Yeah, that's the
2: typical
1: government backstabby thing. Like, but he wasn't actually authorized by the government. Did I miss that bit? He was like, there were a bunch of rich guys saying that they were
0: authorized by the government. But every time... It's he, never clear. It's never yeah. clear. Because even when he comes back with the cavalry, he's like, stop... These guys are all under arrest. They shouldn't have been killing you guys. Really sorry. <laughs> yeah. Go back to your life. And then you cut to that woman. And she just blows her brains out. Yeah. She go back to what? Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know? And that, and She's I like, like, I
0: just shot my husband. That moment was amazing. Yeah. 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 Where it, she just, that little moment with her and um, Brad Dourif's character too. The, I want to call him the doctor because he always plays such a great doctor. But he's not a doctor. He's uh, he
2: was like the chamber of commerce guy in this. Yeah. But then he right. became like this
0: rallying point. But then his like legs were out. He's just like my legs are broken. And then he gets shot in the forehead. But uh, yeah, and even that great final shot of the battle before it cuts to uh, to them getting ready to leave. this that open plane. Just you hear the wind and the sticks are falling. It's just like, ugh. I, I was. Genuinely shocked by the uh, by them coming back at the very, very end. No, no yeah, I didn't no. expect that. Didn't expect that either. But also I didn't know it what sense. to expect. But didn't. Ex- yeah. Yes. I don't understand what the fuck the point of that boat scene is at the end. Outside to show that he ended up with that girl again I guess. Well he well, was, it, was it, always was married it, to her. She's the oh. that's why they kept they kept shooting that picture. I wondered picture. that.
2: But it didn't quite look like that it gal like that. that he danced with at the beginning because it was it didn't look yeah it didn't look like him either, so I'm like, like Thompson. what yeah I was like it was oh, a knew, sort of great Gatsby moment. I knew the
0: picture was the girl from Cambridge but so that's why he was always leave he could never marry her because he was That's why he would never
2: say he would marry her. Yeah in in this mm-hmm. crappy mm-hmm. life but they had that one terrible CGI shot where he oh, walked out oh I was like uh-huh. do yeah. we really need that shot like, like give it like give it the context of the movie Like you just see the big yacht is. a guy walking cut to the stairs Yeah
0: we'll figure it out. We'll we'll people we'll piece that together. <laughs> yeah and the makeup wasn't bad uh except that he looked like he was 70 and it was only supposed to be 13 years later. Yeah or something. Well, his conscience wore heavy on him by that point,
2: perhaps. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. The movie wore heavy, heavy on him. That yeah. was actually, <laughs> yeah. That's actually just, just a yeah. There's no make-up. He aged yeah. that
0: much in the film. Yeah. But they shot it in sequence. I was pretty impressed by how young he looked in the opening sequence, though. That was impressive. And John Hurt, shockingly young in that opening sequence. Not as young, though. You could see uh, just the weather on his face. Oh, yeah, but
1: they gave him that kind of like lighter hair, top, a little and and floofiness. Yeah, yeah. But, and
0: I actually read on a sidebar that
1: he had they were they were so slow shooting this movie with so much downtime that John Hurt went off and shot The Elephant Man yeah. while he was shooting this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was wondering about time that because I was like, Ooh. yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, like, he was shooting this movie and he went off and shot The Elephant Man and came back and was still shooting this yeah. movie.
0: Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Well, he's not he's like a supporting character, so yeah, there's probably he form. just drops in and just does the John Hurt thing. I, I, you know what I mean? Like he just does that. It makes it
2: sound so eloquent. He just, right. like he gets shot in the chin.
1: Um, there was while, while pining for Paris in the middle of battle. <laughs> <laughs> Something else. He, just, he needed a snifter of cognac. That was the only mistake from that. <laughs>
0: and I love the the uh, I get the secretary of the army people who is just like making notes in the bush. Yeah, yeah. Then, about, then
1: was shot. Out. Was he like that guy gets fifty dollars? This person gets fifty dollars. <laughs> <just> taking minutes. <laughs> was it it was the scribe. Yeah, he was. just, just the the battle way back, way yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like hundreds of years ago? Walk around with their own scribes yeah. who kind of wrote well, the, the journal
0: book. or, or, or journalist ish yeah. type person. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, he was there to like to record that what happened during the battle. Yeah,
2: the the epic so uh, heroic, much heroic act, so much detail. Like at least you, you know you you saw where the money went. You know yep. where it was spent.
0: Yeah. What are you no saying? Much. Forty-four million dollar budget, which would be around two forty today. I think. What you guys yeah, yeah. That's what I read. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But you see it like that. The stuff at Cambridge. The talent, like just the number of extras they have. Yeah. And that final sequence is impressive. It's huge. Yeah. It's not very well cut. No. But,
1: but I mean, because you're like, what's going? What? Who's where? What? Well, yeah,
0: you get the feeling like they keep going forward. They
2: expect to, you see them like face to face. And then it's back, and then it's a little bit closer, but yeah, yeah. still pretty epic. But uh, it makes me think about all the circle like the circle themes. You have the circles at the beginning, the circle dancing. Then there's that amazing s- skating sequence where the guy comes out and fiddles and the roller skates, and then they're doing this yeah, huge skating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that skating. sequence was
0: really great. Yeah,
2: and then he, they go outside. He it. He dumps <laughs> Jeff Bridges into the thing, and then comes back, and it's all cleared out. And then they just have this like beautiful little intimate dance. I have no idea what the whole point of the entire
0: thing was, but... To introduce uh, a civil moment amongst these people to show that they're just like everyone else, maybe, is all I can think of. Yeah. yeah. If I, if <laughs> I it, don't know. It was if pretty if I'm, awesome. Yeah, from going out on a ledge.
2: Well, do you, have you ever seen the, they, they don't shoot horses, do they?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that.
2: with the big the big dance stuff in there. Like, it seemed to be a
0: thing. I almost wonder what the what, you said there's an hour and a half or no two and a, two hour version two and a half hour yeah, version one hundred and forty nine minutes so what's
1: that two hours and two and, a half. two and a half hours yeah so what do you think it's pared down to
2: like what it had to be
1: streamlined oh it's on, what, it's, what is it's the story? on Wikipedia yeah Wikipedia goes into a list of all the scenes that were cut I didn't go through it because I didn't want to know any about what the content of the movie. yeah I mean. yeah yeah I'll go but, through uh, it later I'm curious yeah. but you could you know you could probably just skip through and take out every second scene make about as much sense wouldn't it.
0: Yeah, it definitely <laughs> Or just the, the old, like, get in two minutes later, get out two minutes earlier. Oh, yeah. so many of those scenes.
1: Like, I looked at most of the editors that I work with in general and thought, if this was the material that you turned into them and said, oh, yeah, this is my first cut, because you get it down to 80 minutes, they'd be like, oh, yeah. Give me a Can week. Can you imagine week. the five-hour cut of this movie? Yeah, what did they lose to get to this? Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, There's two they just had more big
2: threads like for all these characters. Because a lot of it t- t- seems to be kind of dead endy or not enoughy.
0: Yeah, and I like not enoughy. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
2: but it's like how do you have not enough
0: on a three hour, three and a half uh, hour journey? I, oh. I pace myself watching this with the mentality that I'm binging a miniseries. Oh, really? And that's how I got through it.
1: I got, I got through it thinking I was watching Bruce Elder's Lamentations. This is like an <laughs> eleven hour movie that's just a camera panning past rocks. <laughs> But I'm going to stay awake for it, damn it, and I'm going to see the whole
0: thing. And I made it.
2: Yeah. You can just tune in and just watch the images and generally get what's going on as well, which yeah. I always find is kind of a, an interesting thing. It might... Yeah.
0: You know... I found myself like strangely compelled the whole time, even though the story was mildly non-existent. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say confusing, because it wasn't super... It was just people's motivations were not... Because Christopher Walken was working with the bad guys at some point. Yeah, but he was also... There, like, there was a point at which they was the
1: mayor. Or was someone specifically said to him? Christopherson says to him that you are like you're the guys you're working for. Yeah, but there's a different point where someone actually. Well,
2: said, way earlier on, he was gonna shoot a guy, and the guy's like, "Don't you have any principles?" He's like, "I have my own principles." He he establishes sort of he's a guy, but he his is own, shooting guy. He has that own laws. That great introduction to him when he shoots right oh, yeah. through like like the sheet. sheet. Yeah, it was right, amazing. Right. So he's kind of yeah, he just seems kind of rogue and. You never really know what he does, and he abides by his own laws. And yeah. He wakes up and puts eyeliner on and goes out. He <laughs> goes out. And, but he likes a civilized environment. He wallpapers his, uh, you know, and then you have, like, the yeah.
0: burning
1: of the civilized world and right there. A mustache Ooh. is not a great look on Christopher Walken. No, especially that one. <laughs> that kind of weird, point, like getting inside his mouth, curling mustache. No, that's not good for him. Yeah, and, you know, they were calling him a traitor because, obviously, okay. I guess he was
2: from the old country or whatever, but... He didn't have a shred of, you know, he had the walking accent, basically, and then occasionally <laughs> veered into, like, a western, and I was like, Kevin Costner and Robin Hood,
0: what are you doing right now? Well, it's, it's uh, yeah, he can't get rid of that accent. That's just yeah. how he Oh, yeah, it. totally. But like, so, putting him on a period piece is just, you're going to get what you're going to get. Yeah. That's, <laughs> what, that's,
2: that's how he rolled it, yeah.
0: But uh, he would have been, I mean, I'm the amateur, um, the director, just from, like, Deer Hunter, he's coming with me. Yeah, it's yeah, my, that's my love, guy. Love yeah. this guy, and he's famous. Yeah, so I'm putting him in my. I don't care that memory. he has a an accent that doesn't fit the time period.
1: Yeah, totally. Here he is. We're going to deal with it. We'll work it through. Yeah, no one's going to care.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. You
1: know, glad that I saw. Because I mean, I, I know what you're saying, though. But on a scene on a scene by scene basis, you never feel like you're completely lost. Because every scene in and of itself seems to have a point and a purpose, and a beginning, middle, of an end, and a, you know. And so you're like, okay, I kind of. I haven't quite figured out yet how this scene fits with all the other scenes, but I've never lost because I'm in a scene and there's stuff happening and I yeah. understand what's happened. It's not like you're watching something that's very, very dense, like a Tarkovsky movie or something, where
0: you really have to But every and every now and then he throws you this bone and you're like, ooh and you sit up like about about halfway through when they or not a little more than halfway through when they, they start showing up. And they they kill the guy in the ridge, and says that you know the shot of him, and then it pans down. And they're all going down. And you're like, oh, well, well, like yeah. they
1: started the close up of the guy's face, right? Yeah, yeah I love that shot. Mm-hmm. They're like they're like that far from a guy's face, that far because it's a podcast, and they're know, all, thirty centimeters. And then they turn around, and you're looking twenty kilometers down a. Like a valley. Yeah, the vistas yeah. are gorgeous. Oh, my God. That's um, amazing. Yeah, so they were so epic. I, I was like, are those...
0: Those aren't even painted. Those are... Oh, no. You're on
2: location.
1: Oh, yeah. Shoot massive, no, yeah. massive yeah. Well, shots. got
0: $44 million. Yeah,
1: baby. <laughs> you
0: just go to the spot. <laughs> but there's
1: also... That also occurred to me all the way through that, you know, today we're like... You know, you get in the color correction suite and you say, all right, we'll darken the sky, we'll lighten the mountains, we'll, you know, put a halo around their face. But this was film. Like... Film RGB yeah. lighter darker that's all they had. they basically all they could adjust was the hue. Yeah, right, and the brightness, and everything else just had to be as they shot it. Yeah, incredible. Oh, yeah. You'd be able to do
0: a little bit in the eighties. You'd be able to do some some vignetting and and whatnot. At that point, really in film, sure a little. In the they they had some pretty. Advanced Color Streets. I mean, you got to remember, Star Wars has already come out. So there's wipes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you, know, you can do some things. Uh, but it's not as advanced as it's now by any means. Yeah. Or, or the level of detail you've got. And I feel
2: like Sigmund was probably like very adamant about getting it.
0: Yeah. Well, there's that getting one great one where it just it's the two of them, and it just pans over, and there's the lake. And there's like ice in the lake, and the mountains is there. And that's the of thing I'm sure they waited for an extra hour or two to make sure the light was perfect for that shot. Oh, yeah. So I don't shoot now. Yes. Yeah. He's sitting like there smoking a cigarette
1: yeah. with a yeah. sandwich in his hand. Yeah. We well, wait. I read wow. that they would wait for a cloud to drift into the right spot of their frame before shooting sometimes. They'd be like, everything's set, they're just going to wait, the cloud has to be right about there oh for the composition to be right. Where well, now we just paint the cloud in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now we'd be like, put them in front of a green screen, we'll get the cloud the <laughs> cloud We'll just, or we'll just grab it and move it. If you're on sticks, we'll put it anywhere you want. Yeah. yeah or if it's just a flat sky, he's added in. It's the easiest yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I, I still I'm
2: trying to wrap my mind around the movie. I'm really glad I saw it. I don't know if I'd watch it again, I but would there's, it again. but there's there's
0: stuff yeah, seared into I, my brain. Moments I like might revisit. I can't. Uh, yeah. Well, there's some, some great sequences. The, uh, you know, as much as I'd probably never want to watch it again, but that's you know the the rape scene is amazing because it's like she knows what's gonna happen the moment she walks into that room. You know? But she, And we all know too. Yeah, we yeah. all know. It's just the uncomfortableness and and you know, that guy giving himself that whiskey bath and that it's like ugh. but, you know, she has such strength in that scene where she's just like you believe that she can turn it around and you wanna see her try and that's what makes it even even more upsetting when she ultimately fails. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do it because she has all these great tactics and techniques and it's like oh, and you just want to see her win yeah and not have to be saved by Christopherson but, and,
1: and the scene is a great example of what in a sense the movie lacks like it feels like the actors as well are working with this director on a scene by scene basis so sort they of yeah. say, alright come into the scene with a goal there's an adjustment and the stakes go up and then you know we do something the action rises and it's like they're as scenes they're all kind of built that way you just sort of wish the whole movie was
0: built that way, but there's no like. I, part of me loves the fact that you know that didn't destroy her and she was able to move on um, from that. But also, you know, we just got that one shot where we saw basically all the other prostitutes had been murdered. Yeah. There's no other comments about that after the fact. Well, you hear the guy upstairs like, "Oh my god!" The guy, yeah, Mickey that. Rourke. Oh yeah, yeah Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Rourke
1: out of nowhere. Was Mickey was, that that was Mickey Rourke. Rourke? Yeah, it was Mickey Rourke. What? Yeah, Mickey Rourke. Yeah, yeah, he, he dies in the, in the birding hut with uh Wolken, yeah. right? Yeah. Totally yeah. missed that was Mickey Rourke. How what?
0: How could you miss that? You're like you're into new Mickey. Yeah, Rourke, you just know like, like cheek, new... cheek implant Mickey Rourke. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, sorry. For some bizarre reason, my brain heard Mickey Rooney. and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, huh, I have to go back and look, but I still didn't notice it was Mickey Rourke. Yeah, and then he runs up the stairs, he's like,
2: ah!
0: And yeah. that's it. That's the end of it. <laughs> he's like,
2: oh shit!
0: But he just basically goes, ah! No, nah, he
1: was the guy who, like, in that great scene, that th- th- weirdly kind of, uh, there, were, there was no other scene like it in the movie that I loved it when they were talking about how you grab an animal's tongue the wolf tongue. tongue. The yeah. wolf tongue, and it's it amazing. It can't bite you, that scene. That was Mickey Rourke. They grabbed Mickey Rourke's tongue.
0: Great. Now I have to watch the goddamn movie to see McGee Rourke, you (laughs) bastards. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad I watched it. Um, I don't have any reason to go back and revisit it. I think I got everything I needed out of it. Uh, But it's the kind of thing I might go back and and look at sequences, like you were saying, and just pull things. Uh, Because there's some, some great ideas and things going on inside of there. But as a whole... As a whole, it's like you look at it, especially of a film of that era. You go, "Why was it so shat on?" Uh, it kind of fits to some extent within that, but then you can also see, "Oh, right, it was at the end of this overindulgent era, and it was just like too much."
1: Yeah, well, and "indulgent" is the word for a lot of it, right? I mean, there are a lot of scenes that you sort of see, like like we were talking about that opening at Harvard. So say, like, why is a lot of that stuff? Like, what story purpose does it serve, or what metaphoric purpose, does, or what character building purpose is this? Yeah,
2: you could you could have jumped right in. I mean, we're all we're all storytellers, we're all editors and sure. filmmakers, and you're like, you could have jumped in right here with Christopherson on a train, you know, trying to work that cowboy boot on, well, establishing that he's not, you know,
0: mm-hmm. of the earth in that regard. Yeah, and, do we, we, need and to, it, like, we need to know oh. that he's an educated man that comes from money. There's a million other ways you can put that exposition into the scenes you're in.
2: Sure. Yeah, and it's totally referenced later on. They they do a blunt one, you know, with the cavalry guy or whoever he is. Yeah. And, you know, you're a rich guy with a great name. Yeah. But yeah, that first scene he comes at the train, comes, and he's totally going against the grain. Everyone's walking this way. He's going upstream, totally against the grain. You're like, I get it. It's all in this shot. Sure. And then he goes right in and buys a Winchester and then kicks some ass. I'm like,
0: this is a great character. I'm in. And I'm in very all, intrigued. And in all reality, um,. You don't really... I mean, I guess it it sets up the John-Hurt relationship, but that doesn't really pay off. No, it doesn't pay off. It's just when they first see each other again, they're playing pool. That
2: pool, yeah, that would establish everything.
0: Yeah, that yeah. that scene alone. you would Yeah, yeah. Have, John Hurt
1: is like, oh, you again. You'd be like, oh, they're old friends. They're old pals. They have a thing, yeah. and and, he, and these people are money. Meaning, therefore, that Christopherson is money. And that's yeah. that's that's the elegance of
2: storytelling. That's what I prefer. And when you have one scene that establishes a whole world where you feel like you know these guys
1: forever, yeah. and their backstory. Well, that's that's that is what is indulgent about the film. I mean, it's. There are there are lush, incredible scenes that are beautifully shot with a bazillion extras and incredible sets
0: and costumes and color but palettes. And so he left them in because they're so beautiful. Well, just just, just literally just that 20-minute opening at Cambridge, all you learn there is he's from money, he loved this girl, he's friends with John Hurt. It takes him 20 minutes to do that. Oh, yeah. Even just, because I kept on, I looked at the clock. I'm, I'm a big nerd about seeing where I'm at in story and, well, like yeah, and where the turns and kind of are. Stuff. And yeah, yeah. I, I, I like to look at the clock while I'm watching a movie. Um, and just, like, the from them like, that great shot that I loved of him running in and that pan of, at Cambridge and, and showing the big old buildings. But from there to the point where they started the commencement speech, it was six minutes. And then just like, the song going on and walking along and all you're getting is like yeah he's a big fancy school yeah yeah. because <laughs> so you don't learn but anything new he was very consistent sure. about that storytelling
2: style where it's like the whole <laughs> that's true he,
0: yeah yeah, exactly like he, the yeah.
2: whole graduate I, I, maybe that's authentically how it occurs but they just what was that fighting stuff they all go around a tree and start, yeah, and start punching each, each other and, and, and he crawls up the tree and grabs a flower maybe that's
0: you know, and that's how rich, privileged men celebrate. And they keep, they keep they keep celebrating, and then they're are, are drunk. You for experience now? Or are you sure? Yep, yeah. that's that's how I that's, Wait that's a, a, a minute, what were your graduation plans? <laughs> <time? laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but I just assume that that's. It, I mean, for, I, I mean, from a bigger picture point of view, it's meant to represent you know the playful, innocent fighting versus what what's real world violence and brutality. Yeah, on. and and maybe that maybe that opening
1: speech that John Hurt gives that is so dense as to be actually opaque
0: that they were trying to point out... I'd be interested to go back and re-listen to that and see if there's anything that it foreshadows. Right. Um, oh, yeah. I, I feel like no. I feel like...
2: <laughs> I feel
0: like, <laughs> I feel like he's just, yeah, he's just John <laughs> Hurt being <Just laughs> saucy. It's interesting. Like, there, there's a bit of... Um, you know, a slight different setup and all that kind of stuff, but there's very much like, a magnificent Seven, Seven Samurai story here about, like, them trying to save the town from outsiders. Um, but those movies do it much better in terms of, like, simple story.
2: Yeah, this is the story. Yeah. yeah. We're going to establish these guys. This is how they're going to do it. This is what's going to happen.
0: Get ready. Have you guys seen Seven Samurai? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we did that uh, uh, on the podcast, and that, and I hadn't seen it, and it was just, I'm like, oh my God, I was so enthralled the whole time. Yeah. it's Because that whole three hours is just like character development and things happening. Everything matters. Yeah. I can't imagine a shorter version of that movie.
1: Well, and you see in that movie, instead of Samurai, like so much that has been since then copied to the point oh, of yeah. being cliche. But that's the original, right? You just see what a source of original material it wow. has come from all the films that have come since.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, even the Magnificent Seven
2: the same way, too. Like, which is the Seven Samurai Western version. Right. But it's great. They were like, this is great. Let's just do it. You know, they didn't, they didn't traipse far from the path. No. No, no, no. no. So, that, and again, yeah, watching Heaven's Gate, just wondering what, what Chimino wanted to, like, Say with this film, I still don't really. No,
0: you don't walk I away. I don't really know. Yeah,
1: like, and this is the one that he really wanted to make. Right? Yeah, I mean, he he kind of used the capital that he had accrued from his previous two hits and Oscar wins to sort of say, "Okay, guys, this is the one that I really want to make now." Yeah, I'm spending all of the goodwill that I have accrued so yeah. thus far to make it'll this be worth it. Did he say why anywhere
0: that you could see? i did not find anywhere. I should look it up next. I just wonder, and also, is this based on a true story? Was there Based on a book I think I feel is it
1: there was no I don't credit, know I
0: don't think there's a credit to it in the in the credits right no yeah you know. adapted by so yeah
2: was I think, there an adapted no, by no I didn't no, see that I just so. a screenplay I by, by. I just said, it said written yeah. by Michael so it was his thing I, you know that would be the one pin him down yeah he, wow. would he give like some <laughs> sort of vague kind of blah 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 and just generalities and you know I got all the generalities but yeah, yeah, really yeah.
1: what's your message what's your point man yeah. Well, yeah well why did you why were you so passionate about it yeah, Why this one. That yeah. Yeah, that you wanted to make it. I who knows? Yeah.
2: Who knows? Didn't uh, yeah.
1: Didn't really reflect well on anybody
2: in terms of like, <laughs> the immigrants or or the law or just the people trying or the like Isabel Huppert comes across pretty nifty. But, yeah. the, but that's always the thing. Always the, the madams and the prostitutes in older movies are always Wise yeah. and smart and savvy. Spe- and yeah. everybody falls in love with them. That's oh, it's a trope, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Total, yeah. total convention.
0: But there, there is something interesting about that with the idea that it's like, you know, we're not focusing on any one particular character, we're just seeing a, a, piece, a slice of Americana um, and we're not commenting on it. Right, but I didn't feel that verite. I
2: didn't feel verite enough that I
0: was just watching a slice. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I think the, uh, glorious Mess is, is the best way to describe it, as you said earlier. It did, did look pretty amazing. Yeah, it looks great. Every great single performances, every, <laughs> is great. In that. Like there was a whole there was a whole period of
1: about fifteen minutes where I was lost in terms of what was going on story wise, and just kind of looking at every single shot and saying, "Wow, if you if you pause that." And took a screenshot of it and sent it. To, like it would be like, oh my god, what an amazing! Yeah, picture. you could pitch a whole movie around it. You yeah, like this, this,
2: this is gorgeous. This, in a nutshell, this is the movie, and people were like, okay, how much do you need?
1: Yeah. yeah, but even when we took our own intermission, and I'm like, we, you know, we outside, and I came back yeah. up, and the image <laughs> that you It ad like on majestic. the wall, he was just like,
0: oh my god,
1: I yeah. can't wait to get back into this film all of a sudden. Look <laughs> at that gorgeous image.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> here it, we right? go. I yeah. did it
1: for sure. Uh, Any final thoughts? I just want to say that the way to see it is definitely the way you showed it to us here, projected giant on the wall. That yeah. It's really the only way to see this movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, true. I can't imagine watching this on just like a regular or smaller a, TV. An Apple Watch. Yeah, or like a, an, an iPad f- or something.
2: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So thanks for La Wall. The yeah. Wall. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for coming, guys.
2: That was good. Thanks, guys. That's it uh, has been sitting there
0: staring at me. Yeah, and I feel like... We're like at the purchase. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole point <laughs> of this <laughs> is like to, to just... Not be shamed by our black holes, but to embrace them. Yeah. No, I wish I could go back in
2: time to the video store and be like, yeah, I've seen it. Check. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Thanks for joining us for Heaven's Gate. If you like the show, please subscribe to the podcast. Spread the word about it. Leave a review on iTunes or wherever you, uh, you listen to it. You can find me on Twitter, at Lulon Jeremy, and uh, the Facebook page for Black Hole Films is simply Black Hole Films. So thanks for tuning in again, and until next time, go watch something you've never seen before. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby To get ourselves
1: a treat